Dana White was literally on uh, on camera, like um like three piece and his wife, like doing like fucking like Tekken combos on her and shit, and like you guys are taking up for, like like sports personalities like Thank Stephen you. A. Smith. I'm thank you. No, thank you for bringing that up. There was not a peep on Dana White, and that man was boxing his wife, not slapping another man, mm-hmm. boxing his wife. And he, he, this motherfucker had the nerve to come on and say, no, I should not be removed from UFC because, you know, my punishment is my reputation is forever scorned and I have to live with this for the rest of my life. Those millions of dollars that I collect off of UFC slapping all the other fucking shit that I do, you know, I, I'm okay with, you know, still getting paid, but, you know, the, the stigma uh, of it all will always be with me. Get the fuck out of here. But fucking who, right? Exactly. It's like it's like Weinstein saying, "Well, people know that I'm a I'm a creep, so I should still be able to produce and make movies and do all that shit because you know they they know I'm a creep, so that I have to live with that when I go to yeah, a fucking yeah. restaurant. Get the fuck out of here." But my punishment is that people will never look at me the same. <laughs> like fuck you. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. everybody back to another episode of shoot the shit uh this is episode 101 or 102 i forget because i know we do have two episodes behind and that we have not edited or put up and i forget which episode we're stuck on but i believe this is episode 100 but excuse me 101 but uh we'll clarify of course uh with the labeling of the episode and with me as always my partner in crime mr two beers what's up What's going on? Happy 2023, sir. Happy 2023. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Let me... Let a me, hot minute. Yeah. Let me first <laughs> apologize for those listening. I think the last episode you got was probably in July. And I know we usually take our highs in November, December. But um, a lot of shit came up that I can't remember because of my boomer brain uh, that stopped us <laughs> from uh, being able to make episodes. And I apologize for that. Um, and then when we did get to do episodes, unfortunately, I wasn't able to edit a lot of those episodes. So we still have two episodes, unheard episodes that we'll be launching uh, around the time this episode gets to you. And I apologize for that. And our goal for 2023, of course, is to be more frequent and have more communication uh, for episodes and for things. So I apologize for that. And we hope to do a better job in 2023. Beards, how have you been? Uh, can't complain. Happy I'm still alive. I'm actually a whole lot more like happy and peaceful. I've uh I've made I've made like uh some great decisions on the content I con- I uh consume. And then there's like great videos that you sent me that reminded me of uh the bullshit that I see online is just a small percentage of what goes on in the world. Yep. Like I, I said this to myself back in the day and I even used to say it to other people but somehow it's like I forgot that and I got like like sucked into the same bullshit I told other people not to so yeah it's been um yep. I've been feeling great yeah I'm trying to get my health back on uh, track can't complain the evil algorithm works sir uh, it definitely evil, does as evil has taught us <laughs> many a times <laughs> they're, 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 they're doing their they're doing the uh, evil work man they're doing they're right. doing what they're supposed to social media is corrupting and tearing up uh, humanity the way that it should it's working as intended yeah. <laughs> it definitely is like good lord oh man even, even the AI is fucked up yep 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 and I want to say I'm not doing too bad. Uh, for those listening, this is the second time we've done the episode. We've did probably half of an episode without recording, and we're re- and we're definitely recording this time. Uh, so uh, hopefully, hopefully we can have the same effect. Uh, but man, all the stuff we talked about on that last episode we didn't record. Woo! You're gonna miss that. That was some of the best work we ever did. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Beers, I'm going to start off real quick because I already put the bug in your ear already, but um, a lot of stuff happened in 2022. I want to real quickly just talk about one thing. It's not really 2022. I guess you could say it's 2022. Um, maybe something that happened that 
we didn't get a chance to talk upon. And uh, one thing I'm going to bring up again is the uh, duality of uh, image in America, right? And I bring this up with the idea of what we consider is extremely bad and worthy of punishment as opposed to deserves forgiveness and we should look the other way. And a lot of times, a lot of what we do is all based on, I hate to say it, but yes, yeah, skin tone. <laughs> I hate to go that route, but it is. Um, we look at somebody like Will Smith, right? Made a mistake, don't condone it. Smack somebody on live television, smack Chris Rock over a joke, he got anger, angry, he lost it, whatever was the trigger for it. He did something that he shouldn't have did and he smacked somebody on live television um, he got a, he won an Emmy that day, but he's been banned from the shows. He's lost a lot of his uh, different um, movie spots, and his career has been taking a toll. Even though he has a new movie called Emancipation, some slave movie. I, I don't even know. I, mean, I don't. I think it's on Apple TV or something. I I don't know. But um, let's just say right now, every time somebody talks about hiring Will Smith, um, a lot of the ongoing. Uh, opinions that we see scream the loudest is that he should not be working. He needs to suffer for what he did. And then we go to somebody like um, Ezra Miller, who did a lot of <laughs> horrible things for many years, has never caught the ire or the outrage that Will Smith slap did. And we're talking about different things, like from from choking a woman outside of a bar. Uh, to throwing chairs to people on people doing karaoke and destroying a bar, to breaking into a, a house that somebody was, you know, allowing you to stay in and stealing their stuff and screaming and causing battery, uh, all the way down to the worst, probably one of the worst things, which is um, grooming children uh, for a cult or whatever the fuck he's, he's doing. Um, these things are very heinous and abhorrent and the public um you know views had never been one of that and i know a lot of people will go well it's it's uh mental illness right so we shouldn't condone mental illness but having somebody act out on anger and losing it and not having control is also mental illness too so i i don't see the difference between the two um both I think are both are horrible things and both need to be punished. And to, to hear that execs were like, oh, well, he's going to rehab, excuse me, they are going to rehab and they, they could come back and resume the role of, you know, the flash, I think is a horrible thing to say. And, and it's not because, you know, James Gunn is now head of DC, which we predicted by the way. Um, it's not because he's head and he's redoing the DCEU and he got rid of Cavill as Superman and he's getting rid of a lot of the other old mainstay characters from the Snyder and half Snyder verse of whatever the last DC universe we had. It's not that I, you know, I'm, I'm upset that we're losing Cavill, but it's not because they got rid of Cavill and they're keeping him. It's because he did some horrible shit and he should not be able to keep his fucking job. He needs to go get rehab, which he should be doing. And he needs to suffer and understand that there's a punishment for when you act out and do shit. So that way, when he has, when he doesn't want to, when they don't want to take their medication again, they want to act out in the back of their head. It's like, oh yeah, I remember I had shit taken away from me and I need to remember and weigh those different things. Yes, I don't want my pill because it makes me feel this way, but you know what? I enjoy working. So let me let me keep doing the shit that I do so I can get back to where I once was. You, you don't say, oh, you did all that bad shit, but since you decided to go to rehab, here you go. You don't do that. The man is making hit videos against the fucking KKK on, on fucking social media. Clearly out of out of their mind clearly so yeah with that said um beers what, what did you have to talk about with with this if you had any comments towards this it's uh like one of the things that like like you said when you brought up earlier i'm starting at this point to believe that this man got dirt on somebody <laughs> it's just, it just i makes, agree it makes no it makes no sense we whatsoever. brought that up in the show before that he had dirt on him yeah oh, yep. on the, yeah like it, 
it just makes no sense. And, and then it's like, it's like how Will basically, like this guy was a fucking model, cit- model citizen almost his whole life. Even when it was like, when he was rapping and it was popular to do like, like gangster rap shit, he stayed like on making just fun raps that people could, uh, laugh, like comedy raps that people would like laugh and have yep. fun at. Yep. Like he just, he made one fucking mistake and y'all, and y'all buried him. And y'all yep. are still burying him to this day. Yep. Like this... <laughs> there are people out here who literally tried to overthrow the country that y'all have forgiven faster than this man. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, dumb. It is dumb. Like, like Dana White was literally on uh, on camera, like um, like three piece and his wife, like doing like fucking like Tekken combos on her and shit, and like you guys are taking up for, like like sports personalities like thank Stephen you. A. Smith. I'm thank you. No, thank you for bringing that up. There was not a peep on Dana White, and that man was boxing his wife, not slapping another man, mm-hmm. boxing his wife. And he, he, this motherfucker had the nerve to come on and say, no, I should not be removed from UFC because, you know, my punishment is my reputation is forever scorned and I have to live with this for the rest of my life. Those millions of dollars that I collect off of UFC slap and all the other fucking shit that I do, you know, I, I'm okay with, you know, still getting paid, but, you know, the, the stigma uh, of it all will always be with me. Get the fuck out of here. But fucking who, right? Exactly. It's like it's like Weinstein saying, "Well, people know that I'm a I'm a creep, so I should still be able to produce and make movies and do all that shit because you know they they know I'm a creep, so that I have to live with that when I go to yeah, a yeah, fucking yeah. restaurant. Get the fuck out of here." But my punishment is that people will never look at me the same. <laughs> like fuck you. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, it's like the the sheer amount of people that I saw on there was saying that like, well, this is different. He, she hit him uh, first. And I was like, I was like, he could have restrained her. And even if you want to get into the whole thing of she smacked him first, like, like that one little smack equaled like, like the three continuously hits exactly. that came back from him. Exactly. <laughs> like, come on, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, man. So, yeah, I mean, aside from that you know aside from that and i'll get to you uh real quick for what you want to talk about but aside from all that i'm excited for the new dcu i'm glad that gun is helming it which was one of our predictions go back and look at our listen to our our older earlier episodes um Mm -hmm. when when zaslav first announced that they needed a dcu and they were looking for their feige um we were the first to say yeah gun is the one you should be doing he should be doing it for you um, and I think our biggest question was if you if Gum wanted to do it right if you just wanted to keep the only I, we said the only thing that we could keep him is if you just wants to keep directing and making stories he may not want to do this that was our argument for it but we mm-hmm. you know I think both of us both said Gun um, outside of a couple other people too of course um, that could have took in it and it's kind of funny to hear that they actually did go for Feige <laughs> but he turned it yeah, down right? <laughs> yeah which is kind of funny um, the man already spread thin enough as it is yeah <laughs> but man I mean think about that man if you're Feige and you go over and turn over turn around the DC universe too my goodness dude yeah that's, that's, that's gonna be one of the greatest yeah man yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> you become a legend man just the stories <laughs> the plaques mm-hmm. and the, the statues and geek culture that will be created for you man um pretty much but i'm excited for dcu i i'm excited by the idea that um that we're we're not only that we're rebooting that the dc the inspiration that guns taken from the dcu is is uh all-star superman that's one of the things he's taken in for new younger superman movie uh justice league unlimited you know for groups and team-ups young justice um he's looking at a lot of these things as inspiration and that has me excited man super mm-hmm. super super excited. i love cavill i i will miss cavill um i've been following him since what was it um uh tutors Stardust, one of those, whichever one came first. I've been a fan of him since then. I haven't followed much of his British career, but, you know, in his American-U.S. career of um, movies and TV shows, I've I've been 
huge fan of his, and I'm going to miss him, right? I'm I'm sad that he never got the chance, right? Um, and I'm, I'm sad that Rock teased it, DC approved it, and then they were like, we're going to reboot it. <laughs> uh, I'm sad by it, but um, I'm I'm still happy by it. You know, I I envision almost like you see the big seven in movies and doing their movies to send up the universe and almost from a TV show standpoint, you start doing some of the younger stuff like the Titans and um, Legion of Superheroes and you had them interact with the movies later on so that they build up a fan culture you know, in the TV shows and so forth and then you could bring them into movies to start taking over. I like, I, I, I'm happy with the, I'm just giddy with excitement of what can be. But the most, I think the best thing I'm the happiest thing I'm excited about is that we're finally getting a Green Lantern. Something I've been wanting for a long time, a Green Lantern core. And I, I want to see Green Lantern done well. Um, Ryan Reynolds did a version of it that was horrible, but it, it had good points, right? Like when they were in space, some of it was good, right? Overall story was horrible, but some of it felt like Green Lantern and felt good, right? And and you had... Yeah, I thought the Sinestro and Killer were doing pretty well. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Strong, you got Mark Strong, one of my favorite actors to play a villain. <laughs> Septimus from Stardust. And you got you have him as, as Sinestro, and I'm like, oh my God, I didn't think about that casting, but that's perfect. Normally I think Lex Luthor for Mark Strong, but sh- sure, you want to go Sinestro? I'll go with that. I'm for that. And it's like, oh... Another one is, I'll be coming back and it never happened. <laughs> Somewhere too, we need to talk. <laughs> We're looking at you, Skeletor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's like, uh, but, you know, I'm happy, though. I'm happy. Uh, I, I can't wait to see. I think, um, uh, and you said like 10 days, so like probably this week or next week, we're going to finally get. Uh, probably beginning of February, we're probably going to get uh, something from Gunn to show us what, I guess, the next set of movies are going to be, right? So I'm happy for mm-hmm. that. So um, uh, real quickly, Beers, what's your thoughts on uh, the new DC? If you have any, if you want to talk about Ezra, go ahead. And then if not, uh-huh. um, talk about, you know, something about 2022, if you have something that we didn't cover. I'm pretty happy on it. I feel that Gunn is going to get something that, like uh, one of the things, unfortunately, like a lot of people who are pissed and they're not seeing like, not that I'm saying he's going to knock it out of the park. We're just expecting he's going to knock it out of the park. But whatever the case, I think he's going to give it something that it really needs. Like, like it's going to, everything's going to hit. There's going to be multiple tones. Like you're going to get like, you're going to get different things from the, like all DC characters are not going to feel like, like they're under the same theme. You're going to get your serious stories going to get your detective murder mysteries you're going to get your your grand adventures you're going to get your cosmic level stuff like you're it's going to be something that like that same sort of joy that we got when um when marvel started giving us stuff that we never thought we would see on screen we're going to get to see that from dc now like just imagine just imagine seeing characters like zatanna and dead man yes uh, on screen like things that you never would have expected like, there's a chance that that could happen now. Is there a so chance like I could I, get my, uh, a Swamp Thing? Because the TV series was perfect for me. Uh, is there a chance I could get a Swamp Thing again? Please? And that's a good question, too, because I want to know. He, he, uh, Gunn said he's all about um, there being, like, uh, like multiple universes. So, like, uh, that makes me curious. Like, is the CW going to be allowed to still do their own thing? Because, I mean, stuff I, that's, like... That's a good question that you bring up, CW. The, pro- the thing about the CW is... CW is its own thing, right? Because it's not so much as Warner Brothers content, it's and it's not naturally tied to Warner Brothers. It's content they're making for other networks, right? That uh, people mm-hmm. just put... Because most of CW is paid for by basically a lot of the commercials and stuff that they do. So that's why they have such a low budget because a lot of it's being paid for by that, right? All the commercials and sponsors. So CW is kind of a weird thing. That makes me also wonder, like... Uh if that's how they're doing it, like, do they still have to check in with, uh, do they still have to check in with, with anybody over at, at, uh, Discovery Warner or is everything just fine for them to go on their own? Because, you know, we, we just saw that, that new Gotham, um, show, uh, yeah, the descendants or whatever like that got, uh, it didn't get canned. It's still coming out. <laughs> so I, I don't understand certain things, but we'll, I guess but that we'll might see. be because of a contract filling. 
Oh, good point. Good point. Yeah, so it's interesting times. I can't wait to see what he what he's gonna come out and talk about and uh, go from there. Yeah. As segueing into to twenty twenty two. Um, I know there was a lot of stuff I wanted to talk about, but I can't really, really think about it at this moment. I know one of the um, the craziest non-ending things that I wish would be just finally be over is the uh, the Microsoft Activision acquisition. Like, it is one of the most weirdest shits I've ever seen. The governing bodies oh, yeah. that are supposed to be consumer protections and the arguments that they're making is just like pro Sony. Yeah. Yeah, and just, it's just so bad. It's like they're not even trying. <laughs> my my issue, my number one issue is the uh, it's the FTC, right? Yep. My problem with the FTC is this, right? Um, you should be about American growth, right? And when we look at the industry, most of the video game industry is led by foreign nations. Uh, one of the biggest being Tencent, right? It's then followed by Sony. Um, and when you look at it from that standpoint, you have to be able to put American companies in a position to succeed, right? And I understand from the FTC standpoint, mm-hmm. one of the arguments, and here's the biggest argument that you come out of it is, is that maybe by Microsoft purchasing Activision Blizzard, it's therefore limiting other companies in America like Active, like Apple, Amazon, and so forth from competing. But Apple is so fucking big in terms of money, they could compete if they wanted to at any point, right? There's yep. not a reason they can't. Same thing for Amazon. Amazon has so much money. So when I look at that and then I look at Google complaining and other people, I'm like, what's, I don't understand why there's a problem with it, right? Because the Chinese government just started buying Tencent and Alibaba, I think it was. Like they, like Tencent is now owned by the Chinese government. So it's yep. like, what are we as a country in America, what are we doing to compete with them to offer uh, to allow our businesses to rise up to their level to be able to actually compete so that they don't monopolize basically the gaming department because right now you're not allowing competition from our standpoint if if I, I can see if there was a difference where Amazon was trying to buy companies and they were failing Apple was trying to buy companies and they, it was like okay well they're higher than us you know like one of those type of things I could then therefore understand the argument from the FTC but from the from what we're seeing now, where Apple is basically in their own little bubble that they're now about to start to go out with allowing other things onto their services, but they're still restrictive and anti-competition still. Uh, mm-hmm. Amazon is doing but failing at their part. And then Google has already failed at their part. Why is it that Microsoft's the problem? Easiest question, the government is anti-Microsoft. I hate to say it, but is they have a stigma all the way from back in the day in the 90s with Bill Gates that they <laughs> haven't gotten past. And it is very quick for, you know, for them to hate on and stop Microsoft from advancing wherever they will. Because a lot of people are saying, well, this active, this, this thing is only going to fuel their cloud, right? And cloud infrastructure. There's so many fucking cloud shits. We're talking about video game, but we're, there's so many different cloud things. What other cloud companies are doing video game deliveries? You know, yeah, how is this, yeah, how's this um, going to affect how is this going to affect AWS? <laughs> you know, you, like I, I don't exactly. understand this shit. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like it, it's not apples to oranges. I understand yeah, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Like their cloud infrastructure is totally different. And it's they're saying the way they do gaming cloud is totally different than than what they do for um uh uh because for the Azure. What what they do with Azure, it's not even Azure. Like it like the arguments make no sense. It's literally saying like, it's literally like this is going to sound like a bad analogy to some, but it's literally like telling a, uh, it's literally like telling a, a new boxer that wants to take on the champ, we're not allowing you to train um, and and learn better skills because we're afraid you're going to one day beat the cha- the, the current reigning champion. Like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be fair use. Allow fair use. Yeah, I'm like I'm uh, like even. And it's already even proven, even with acquiring like, like Activision, like uh, and then King and everything like that. Like they're still they're still going to be like uh, in third place in most exactly. in most areas. Exactly. And so like um, and I, and it just trips me out that all these people are like with these what ifs, but yeah, but this could set them in the position in the future. But I was like, but the other companies who are already on top, they have the opportunity to stay on top by bettering their business. This is what fucking competing is all. 
all about. Exactly. Like, make your product better so you stay in your position. Like I like what the fuck is the argument here? Exactly. Like this makes this also makes me think uh what you just brought up about like um like the uh the anti Microsoft segment just because like uh like let's be honest, Microsoft was a super shitty company in some ways still is. Um yep. Yeah, I'm sure they still are. I'm not. I'm not. I'm yeah. Not yeah. Yeah. Even. Yeah. Even though they they've been voted like the uh, the top company or top uh, two companies to work in the past like almost five years, like they're still a shitty company. They they've just like uh, learned to polish themselves a bit. But outside of all of that, like uh, it just kind of like what you made me, th- what you just brought up, it makes me wonder if like the same thing can be said of like Comcast because like there was so much. They're, like Comcast is still like a um, a nationally hated company, like a uh, like bad press all around. So that because like it makes me wonder how how out of blue the government like stepped up and they blocked the Comcast Warner Brother deal. Yeah. But at the same time, they turn around and allow AT and T. Yeah, yeah. To fuck it up, which has it up. just as much communication properties. <laughs> Allows just has just as much communi- proper, communication properties as them. To go ahead and and like uh to uh to to pick up Time Warner and HBO <laughs> and they brought other stuff as well and I was like wait wait, wait a second where's the fucking scrutiny at exactly <laughs> oh shit and and even though like say what you want to say about Comcast at least with every property they've bought so far they've allowed the creators uh, autonomy they've allowed them to be great. They've made good moves where it's like, like, um, like they allow their uh, their products to be on different streaming services and stuff like that. They're not like uh, locking in a way. They could have easily locked all the DreamWorks stuff to uh, their VOD and been like the only place yeah. you can see uh, how they train your dra- dragon is on our networks and stuff like that. Or like yeah, friends or, good about- or friends or Seinfeld and all that stuff. Yep. Yeah, and I'm just like. But it's like, but you, you're letting you're letting AT and T is by far to me probably the worst company of all time, <laughs> and you and you guys are like a lot. You guys just allow them with scrutiny to just buy up shit and then fucking destroy it. So yeah, like uh, I think there's a I think there's some bite to what you're saying about like um, it's, it's personal more than anything else. I agree. I agree. Anything else before we uh, wrap up with our best of list? Uh, no. Okay, one real quick question for you. Um, mm-hmm. You're James Gunn, the new Superman movie comes out. What major character outside of, you know, like Batman, but what major character, whether it's a Superman uh, base character or DC character, would you introduce in the Superman movie, whether in the movie or in the stinger, to have its own movie? Oh, that's a tough one. Like since uh, we've already got versions of Batman, we've already got versions of the Trinity and like uh, the Flash and Martian Manhunter and stuff like that. Um, hmm. Let's see. Damn, I don't know. Because it's like there's the the people that I would like to see in the Stinger have already been introduced and. In, in, uh, in the previous like uh, run times, even though I would like to see James's version of them, I'm like, this is like an opportunity to build on a new character. So I don't know if I wanted to be wasted on ones that they've already shown before. I, have I don't one, know, but I, I have one that's a gimme. Okay, I, I can tell you one one villain I would like to see. Who's that? Instead of them going like uh, big for the fences, I don't want to see like a, I don't want to see like a Zod or anything like that. I wouldn't mind seeing somebody like Metallo or Parasite for the first movie. Dude, I would love to see fuck. You know, I'm a big Parasite fan until mm-hmm. until he played Lois Lane for <laughs> that story fucked me up. <laughs> Parasite fan, nothing than that. <laughs> the question I had, I was like, I was like, so was he was he was he fucking Clark also? Exactly. I hate that story, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm a big Parasite fan outside of that story, that comic story. I'm a big Parasite fan. <laughs> I would love to see Parasite. I would love. I think Parasite will be awesome uh, to see. I think the given that we're going to see is Lobo. I think Lobo is going to be the given, especially with all the rumors. And of course, um, Jason Momoa being so happy uh, in the last video. I think I think um, 
Lobo is a uh, is a given. That's just my thought. That's just my thought. Um, I think um, uh, I think because it's Superman. Um, I think the another one that I would love to see, of course, bias is a Green Lantern introduced in the Superman movie. I think that would be cool. Um, coming in like they're you know Kryptonians and all, policing um you know Earth, you know. And, and coming in like just checking to make sure that everything is good with the Kryptonian I think that would be good but um uh I'm not sure it, I, I I know I have a feeling but this now you're going to hate me for this right I think if, if I was Batman of course the question would be one or the other in a Batman movie I would love to see introduced but what I would like to see is the introduction to the main big story that overarchs all the movies and you're going to hate me for this but I would love to see the Dr. Manhattan Watchmen story change the course for the big pictures a little bit you know I, 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 I didn't get a chance to read it you were informing me a lot of it and of course videos but I like the whole idea that whole idea of Superman and so forth with the archetype and all and I think that would mm -hmm. be cool but at the same time, now that I'm saying that, that will bring back Snyder. So no, let's get rid of that. Let's get rid of that. Never mind. You can't do the Watchmen ever again because of Snyder. Snyderverse. Mm -hmm. God, it looks like... so fucking funny, man. Yeah. They fucking ruined um, everything. But um... uh... oh shit. Yeah. Um. I think Dark Side, Dark Side should be your end goal. I think he should be even more important than the Anti Monitor. That's my opinion, anyway. And like, um, I think uh, not that I'm saying you should imitate the whole Infinity War thing, but leading up to Crisis on Infinite Earths, if that's his whole end game for the uh, end of his tenure run, I would do that. I would like, to, yeah, I would definitely do that. I would like to see like. Um, like uh, the way that you, the way that you, um, the way that you um, tie these movies together with the, them eventually coming together to uh, make the Trinity because they need something uh, powerful, knowing what's going to come up at the end. I'd say that it would be easy to connect the movies through, uh, through these ground, even down to the grounded level villains. Like, like say for if, for instance, if you do, uh, if you do. Um, uh, Metallo, you can you can actually have it that he actually got his uh he got his uh tech he, they uh that he's a, a product of the of the of, of tech from Apocalypse like um I forgot the group that would come down and actually give uh stuff to weapons to the people like the um no the sad um, thing is the... no the sad thing is I just told you about this group a while ago yeah and I forget <laughs> I literally just talked to you about this group. Just like like a, two weeks or three weeks ago. The Royal Flush Gang. Royal Flush Gang, that's it. No, it wasn't the Royal Flush Gang. It was another group I was Is talking that... No. Oh, okay. No, it was another group. I forget the name of it. I literally was just talking to you about it. Boomerang. Yeah, so it's like um it's like there's all there's like there's small connections that you can make that lead up to big things. But it's like um like I want the uh if they do get around to like having Dark Side in it, I want the I want the actual omnipotent God dark side, the one that actually exists in all realities because he's actually a God. Like, um, and I would love to see how, how, uh, I would love to see how Gunn would play off of that and like actually put that on the big screen. So here's the thing. And before we go into our next topic, I don't want to run it too long, but I like the idea of dark side, right? And I think mm -hmm. in Infinite Crisis, you have, I think you, the best way to do Infinite Crisis is this, right? You have a universe in disarray. I think by doing Infinite Crisis and setting up your new universes and doing it right there allows also a send-off for a lot of the other characters like Cavill and all the other ones. You bring back a lot of those characters with the Anti-Monitor, as much as I hate the Anti-Monitor. Um, you, <laughs> you still give a nice send-off, right? While collapsing your universes into a set amount of multiverses, right? One that yeah. allows you to do CW shit on one universe, allows you to do this, and that way you can easily explain this is the main DC universe, 
all those people, Snyderverse got wiped out <laughs> by the anti-vitamer, you know, so be it. You know, maybe they live in this universe now, maybe they don't. You know, some people like maybe Wonder Woman now is 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 in this universe because of that. But I think it's, it's you do this early and you do this now because of aging of other people, like Michael Keating and other people that you want to see to kind of give them their all their all of them their send off, you know? And you want to do it as quick as possible, because the young group can move up to Dark Side next, and then and then Trigon after Dark Side, and then whoever else after that. You know, you can start escalating. You know, the different power levels of monsters or beings that they fight. But I'm saying, like, save Dark Side for the next big thing. I think the first thing you should do is Infinite, and then do Dark Side, and then if you want to do Kingdom Come. You could do Kingdom Come or something like that, but I'm just saying that I would do that first before Dark Side. Dark Side, I think, is something you you get to after like ten years. At the end of the ten year ramp, that's what you're fighting into. Yeah, if he actually would, uh, if you would actually be down to do it, I would so bring back uh, Cavill for Kingdom Come. Um, and if Cavill wasn't available, I also think Brendan Roof, especially like how great he looked in the. Uh, the uh the kingdom come outfit for the um for the cw version of uh a crisis like i, I think you. he'd still be huh i said i got you yeah i think he would be great also but, i agree i agree yeah, we'll, we'll see like i, I um the, the great one of the best things about all this is that we have no idea what the hell he's going to do and and like that's that makes it even more like exciting. Like yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. We're excited. You're mm-hmm. actually excited about the DCEU now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. You're more excited. <laughs> like this year, they get rid of all the old shit. Comes out this year and it's done. And then after this year, well, Blue Beetle's still part of the old cycle that's still coming out. No, that comes out this year too. I think Blue Beetle comes out this year too. So yeah, we get rid of all the stuff. So starting now, we're about to get all the new stuff. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Uh, Beard and like, um, yeah. if his Batman is going to be set, like if if the Matt Reeves Batman is just going to be in its own pocket universe, and Gunn is doing his own Batman, if we end up getting a Joker in his version of Batman, like please, please give me the uh, the old school looking mafia bruiser. Uh, Joker, give me that version. Like, like we've seen the. Uh, we already saw uh, Joker. We've seen the psychotic. We already saw the huh? Joker. This Joker was in the uh, extra scene for the Batman. It was played by the guy from the. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. That's why I said if we get like a different Joker in a uh, Guns version of oh, whatever okay. Batman would be. Yeah, because it's like we've already seen the psychotic Heath Ledger type Joker. Like, like even like even uh even a uh, Matt's version of the uh, the Batman, he's going for that form of the Joker. I, I've seen that Joker too many times now. Like, give me the old school, uh, uh, no nonsense mafia version. So when he does crack a smile and start laughing, it's that much more fucking creepy. I want the, a hardcore Joker that I'm not going to laugh at. That I'm actually going to be fucking scared of. Like, give me that psychotic one and not just people trying to rehash uh, like uh, Heath Ledger's amazing performance. I got you. That's got what you. I, that's what I want to see anyway. So you want Cholo Joker? No. <laughs> that ah, is not Hitman. Ah, 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 <laughs> that is not ah. that is not Hitman Joker. <laughs> okay. That is uh, something interesting altogether, but no. <laughs> <laughs> it's morbid time. <laughs> the Batman the animated series where Joker was a mafia guy who was wearing the fedora and had the the suits and the Tommy gun. Yeah. That's the Joker I want. Okay. 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 <laughs> Not the eh, eh, eh. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> uh, I've had my fill. I hear you. All right, Beards, let's wrap up real quick. Um, mm-hmm. uh, 2020, something we always do in the start first show. Why don't you tell me what your favorite movies were? Uh, your, give me your worst list. We'll go first with the worst list. Tell me what your worst list is, uh, and let me know of uh, 2022 in terms of uh, movies that you uh, saw. I will say that some of the ones on my worst list aren't exactly terrible. They're just on there because, like, I watched a ton of movies, and, like, um, 
and, the, and out of the ones that actually came out in 2022, like not all of them were super bad, but some of them were just like um, like lacking. Okay. So my um, my top five bad are uh, Firestarter because it's, it's a very very um, it's very uh, paint by numbers. It's bland. Yep. I, I made no connections with anybody, and it just felt, felt like a soulless attempt to try to redo the original. Is that number five um, or number one? Oh, uh, that's my first one. No, no, but on your list, is it considered your worst or is it your your least worst? Is it at oh, five? Uh, oh, no, no. That that if I'm doing it by least worst, my least worst is Black Adam. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Stack it up that way so we know. Okay, all right. So uh, least worst is Black Adam. It's not that it's horrible, but it's very, very unforgettable. It it's uh it's very dated feeling, and it just makes me feel like if it. Had, actually came out between 2013 and 2015 it would have been a it would have been a mega hit but like um it feels very very uh old and like uh there's a lot of like things uh that were missing it that could have uh, been great after that is firestarter for the reasons i just uh mentioned then there is a uh, they them which is just was just super hokey um and it's like the thing that, that that's really like like they had some elements in it where it looks like, oh, if you build off of this, this could be good if you do it like this, but it's just like they 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 missed the ball on in multiple areas on that one. Uh and then these other two, like some people were probably thinking that they should come before they them, but to me it's like you've uh, you took properties that should have been the home run and you made multiple fuck ups. So uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre and um just the just the whole right wing liberal uh, versus liberals uh, backdrop um, mm-hmm. um, shit that they were telling in it. <laughs> How they tried to copy uh, Lori Strain. Yeah. But they completely yeah. fucking failed on that one. Yeah. And then, like, even how it fucking ended at the end, I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> like, give me my fucking time back. So, like, uh, so yeah. And then the last one is. Halloween ends, and the reason why it's the worst yep. is because I felt so fucking betrayed. Like the the first of yep. this the first of the series that came <laughs> the first of the series that came out was fucking phenomenal. They hit on every last single point. They hit the nostalgia factor. It was great writing. It was great mood. Like you actually felt the trauma of a character, well, the character of Lori would actually have having to be go through, like. Especially all the people who knows that she's not fucking crazy and the shit went on, but they still treated her like a pariah anyway. Her own family is against her. Like, so much good shit. And Mike was then, the best he ever was. Exactly. Dude, he this, was like a, he was a fucking... Like, even that first scene where the dog's barking at him, like, the dog's like, this motherfucker's evil. And the dog's barking. <laughs> and he's just, like, sitting there not moving. Yep. Oh, so fucking good. And then it's like, part two, they jumped the shark with the supernatural shit. And then part three, it was like, we're gonna we're gonna try to mesh the supernatural, but try to keep it grounded, and we're gonna we're gonna completely forget, we're gonna completely ignore that this motherfucker teleported in the, uh, in the second movie. <laughs> it was so like I, I was like, what the fuck am I watching, man? So like that, it's it's um, it was heartbreaking. My anger of how they. They fucked up such a good starting point, is what makes it put it. It makes me put it at my uh, my worst out of the uh, the overall five bad. For the uh, the good. No 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 okay. no no no. I want to go over my bad list and then I will go over the good list. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So so refresh your list one time from the first from number one down to five. Okay. Say again one more time. Okay, it was Black Adam. Okay. Uh, five. Black Adam. Uh, five. Firestarter. Okay. Uh, then uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, excuse me. Then they them. Then uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Then uh, Halloween ends. Okay. 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 I think we have a similar list. I have a couple of things I think you may not have, but but uh, we'll get started. So um, I know we had to say um, top list, but I had to put this down as 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 a uh, honorable mention. Orphan kills. What a bad movie that was. And don't get me wrong, the whole movie is saved by the twist. 
the twist of which I won't ruin is what saves that whole movie. But what a bad movie. What a, a horribly <laughs> bad movie. And that goes as honorable mention. <laughs> Orphan Kipper's Kill. My God, what a bad movie. Um, I can't talk more about it without giving a twist. But basically, it's, the, 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 the basically is you got a woman who's like 30-something years old who's believed to be like a long-lost eight-year-old girl. Yeah, believe that. And the family adopts her because they think she's their long-lost daughter. Yeah. But um, um, number five, I was digging this movie at first, and then we got to the end, and it just ruined the whole movie for me. Monstrous. This is a Christina Ricci movie that deals with uh, pain and loss. Um, oh. I, was, I was so with it at first, and I was like, I was digging it. It was about her trying to get away from her abusive, abusive husband with her son. And she's seen all this stuff, and his son is talking about, like, water lady or some shit. But when you get down to the whole thing, the nitty-gritty, the twist, it just ruins the whole movie for me. So, it does. So that is number five for me. Number four, Uncharted. I've tried to watch this movie three times. I lied to you, shit you not. <laughs> and all three times, I've fallen asleep on it. That is a horrible movie. So I know people want to say, why is this on your list if you didn't even see the whole movie? Because I can't. It literally puts me to sleep. Uncharted, number four. Number three, <laughs> same same as Beer's Reasons, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I, I heard stuff and I was like, oh, it can't be that bad. And then I saw it and it was like the whole right wing. I mean, it's a lot of stuff that Beer's was talking about. And the ending, like he said, it's just it's just so stupid. It made no sense. The teleportation of of fucking of uh, leather. It's just dumb. It's a horrible, horrible movie that's not even worth wasting your time on. It's not wasting your time on. Number two, and this may be a surprise to Beards. Halloween ends. Halloween ends was my number one movie, but something beat it out. Halloween oh. ends. Oh shit! Was a horrible movie for everything that Beards said. Right. Um. And it's sad because when you listen to the director, right, as Beer said, number one, the first movie was so great, but the, he was like, I didn't want to redo or complete any of that stuff. I wanted to do different takes on basically the shape, right? So the first one was about, the first one was the shape. Then the second one was about how people become evil based on like him, his acts turn people evil. And, it, and it's like, I understand what you're doing, but people are coming to see a Halloween movie. So then he, even with all that uh, outrage from the fans, he's like, oh, we, we got you with the last one. And it was like, no. And I want to spoil this because no one wants to see it. No one wants to see another person become Michael Myers. You make another Michael Myers after he dies. You kill Michael Myers and then you pass on the torch. The simple fact that this kid was beating up Michael Myers in a fucking cave was just disgusting <laughs> to take his mask on and go out and do the kills. It was disgustingly dumb and just idiotic, man. And it's sad because it was like Michael style kills that you're like, okay, I'm cool with, but it's this kid, so it just doesn't it it, it, it just ruins the kills for you. Uh it's just mm. it was just a bad movie overall. Uh, the positive thing I think was, was them killing him at the end was great, and I and I'm like, yeah, this is a definitive end. He's not coming back. But I think that that should have been like he should have went on a tirade. They should have ended it that way. They think they move on, and then the guy gets it afterwards, and then becomes corrupt in the movie. They yep. should have did it that in that way. More sense. Yeah. But the simple fact that you didn't get Michael Myers, he did nothing. He got beat up the whole time outside of killing a bum. He got beat up the whole time by this kid and had his mask taken. Literally, his lunch money stolen the whole movie. And then finally, mm -hmm. when he's like, I'm going to go do it because they killed the kid. And he goes to do it. He gets killed. He gets his ass whooped and he gets killed. And it's like, <laughs> how did I go from the first movie that's dropping, that's literally ripping people's mouths open and, and, and you know, dropping teeth to frighten women before he kills them. Like, how'd that go from that movie to what we just saw? Oh, man, that and, is too fucking And weird. I know the whole thing was that he stole the supernatural power from Mike, so he was just an old man at that. It was just stupid. I, I understand what the director was going for. It just didn't read that way, and people don't want to see that. They want to see Michael Myers, and they want to see Laurie Strode go at it. That's what people want, and... And it's and I understand. Do that with the next series. Don't do that with 
with with this. But my number one worst movie of 2022 has to be the movie Unhuman. Now, Unhuman is a movie about a set of kids who go on a who going on a camping trip, and then all of a sudden their bus runs into what they believe is a zombie. And a zombie outbreak is starting to break out, and the kids are trying to survive the zombie outbreak, only to find out. And this is the twist. I'm going to give it away. Um, if you don't want to listen, skip uh, two minutes or three minutes ahead. They find out there's no zombie outbreak; that it was all staged by some kids in their class for some stupid reason I don't even remember. Oh God, that shit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is my number one bad movie. This movie was so abhorrently horrible. I would never wish it on my worst enemies to watch that movie. It is so fucking it was plain so and fucking bad. ridiculous. I'm surprised you forgot about this one. But yeah, that's my number one bad and worst movie of 2022. So to go, Unhuman at number one, Halloween ends at number two, Chainsaw Massacre at number three. Uh, Uncharted number four and Monstrous at number five. There you go, Beards. <laughs> now you can go ahead and start your best, sir. Okay. Remember, give the oh, number my... for what they are at, you know, so that we know. My best is my best are in no particular order because okay. I still okay. I'm still trying to figure out where I'm gonna them at, but I I just pretty That's much fine. like them all. That's fine. All right, so uh, my top five or my top good movie five good movies was um was the uh, the menu. I just absolutely yes. adored this, this movie. Like um, going from like uh, having no idea where they were going with it, the uh, the dark, the uh, dark humor that's involved in it, like tying certain concepts and stuff into about uh, about actual culinary into the whole thing. It's it's so well thought out. I like even down to like classism and stuff like that. Very very good movie. I enjoyed it. The Batman. I love this take on the Batman. The uh, the long Halloween elements were great. The actual seeing like a a deranged uh, young Batman trying to find his footing had like shades of year one in it. I enjoyed that a lot. And uh, even the way that it ended <laughs> gave me the kind of scene that should have been in the uh, Superman movie. Actually uh, made a Batman a symbol of hope sort of thing. So well, very well done. I enjoyed it a lot. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, like gave me some very, very... Um, inspirational moments there was a lot of beauty uh ryan coogler really uh just gets this sort of stuff quite a enjoyable movie um uh celebrating like uh cultures like uh like actually uh creating new stars like all the ever very very lovely experience glass onion i've always loved a fun detective story and this is like our modern sherlock holmes very very funny fun movie everything everywhere all at once absolute blast i am biased because i fucking stand michelle yo but uh <laughs> uh outside of that like i i had uh this is like one of the most creative experiences i've ever seen when it comes to like um uh, a type of a multiverse movie and it just makes me wonder what we could have gotten if like if like this creative team handled multiverse of madness like i i really enjoyed it and my runner-ups are Pray and Smile. Nice, 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 nice. Great list, great list. Thank you. Um, I'm going to give you my... I only have a top four, right? Because I don't know where to put these last three at, so I'm just going to say runner-ups for them um, because I don't mm -hmm. know where to put them at. Um, I'm going to start off with one, which was on your list, The Batman. When I got done seeing The Batman mm -hmm. streaming, I said that was the best movie of the year and nothing would top it. Boy, was I wrong. I love the Batman, but there was <laughs> movies that I had to definitely put above it, um, which was very surprising because it was that great of a movie. Like, all I did was smile. I loved every part of the Batman. It felt organic and felt like an actual Batman movie. Um, I can't wait to see what he does with this, Matt Reeves does with the sequel. Um, definitely. Next movie that I, once again, don't, these are all, I guess you could say five, right? They're all equal to me, but these are my favorite movies from 2022. Uh, Turning Red. I think Turning Red was an adorable and great movie that doesn't get any of the respect that it's due. I think it that was um, a good movie. Yeah, they talked on, uh, I love the characters. The main character, I love so much. I loved her, uh, her attitude, her, just the geekiness, how she was, how she reacted to everything. I love the subject matter that they were talking to about how they handled it. 
And watching Turning Red literally made me feel like a kid. I love that movie. It's, it's, it's the same vibes I got from like Luca, uh, another movie that I put high on my list. Um, love Turning Red, definitely on my top list, uh, favorite movies from last year. And then what, uh, one that's also on your list, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Um, same thing. I, I love the movie. I love the opening. I love grieving chat with Bozeman. Um, it's sad, right? It's like you expect certain things, you don't see it. And the fact that Marvel and the actors and production all decide to say, hey, we grieve them too. Let's grieve together as the opening was just amazing. Um, yeah. I, I think it did a lot. And then it allows you and as a person to move on. And I know there's a lot of people who are like recast to Chala, da, 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 da. But for me, from that standpoint, doing that in the beginning allowed me to get a little bit of closure to tear up the whole nine yards, but then to move on with the story, like the story moves on to go with it. Right. And, um, something else happened in it, which I thought I understand the point for it, but this is the reason why it's a little bit lower. Um, I think that it shouldn't, it wasn't needed, but I understand why they did it to catapult, you know, Shori to, to being where she needs to be. But I loved it. I loved the design. Uh, as spirit said, um, I say this often Kugler, one thing that Kugler brings to Marvel that nobody else does is culture. Um, that's And I've said this many a times. When you look at Marvel movies and so forth, like Ant-Man, or you look at Doctor Strange, or you look at Spider-Man and all that stuff, you have a lot of feel uh, uh, for those characters and who they are. They feel like combo characters. But Kugler brings actual culture to movies, right? You When you see characters, you feel the culture of that group, right? Um, when you saw um, Namor's people, you felt the culture of his people. When you see the Wakandans, yeah. you feel the culture of their people. I love that Kugler brings culture, and it's not just tribalism, it's actual culture to movies. And it's one thing that I kind of wish that they would do, is they would allow him to break out culture of everybody in all different groups. Like, even if you're going to do Doom, what is the what is the culture of Latveria, right? What are their culture? I would love to see, and I often say, I would love to see Kugler break out and do and design all of that, right? The culture of Marvel. And I think that's something that's missing that Kugler brings um, to a lot of his movies. And um, yeah, definitely up there. Uh, love Black Panther. So let's go with our top list. Um, they are in order. <clears throat> Number four, nope. I think... Um, a lot of people were mixed on this Jordan Peele movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, like most Jordan Peele movies, you see it, and it sticks with you, and you think about it usually for a week or not more. Um, for this one, for Nope, I thought about it. I was think theorizing about it, looking at stuff for a good period of time. I love that he took an alien movie and changed it into something totally different and and made it feel totally different. Like, like it's the whole Jaws thing. I'm like, I don't get that. Like, what are you talking about? It's an alien movie. Ah, I get it now. And without giving out, you know, the spoiler of the movie, go see Note. Wonderful movie. I love everything he did. Mm -hmm. The camera shots, the acting, everything was so well done. I love Note. Number three. All the people who told you they were confused, they, they were full of shit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it. <laughs> yeah, it's very, I don't understand. I, I got it very easily. Um, Number three. Now, number three is, I, I know Nope is considered thriller, horror, but I wanted to include a horror movie, and I looked at a whole bunch. There was a lot of good horror movies. Barbarian was good. Black Phone was really good. There was a lot of horror movies out there that came out in 2022. 2022 was probably the best year for horror. I, I could almost put my whole top five movies being horror movies because they were that good. Um, but yeah, I would Black Phone was amazing. Yeah. So I, but I wanted to take one of them out of all of them that I enjoyed the most. And it's the same one that's on Beard's list is Smile. And the reason why I put Smile above a lot of the other ones, Barbarian was amazing because I had no clue what's going to happen. And the way Bar like, like Barbarian is cinematic, beautiful. I see why people love Barbarian. Same thing with Black Phone. Black Phone had a couple of little iffy here parts there, parts, but overall Black Phone was very, very good. The reason why I chose Smile it's because Smile was the only movie that actually gave me general terror. Like, I literally was having fucking heart palpitations and shit. 
and literally wanted to put my hand over my eyes because I did not want to see what was in the fucking shadows because those creepy ass smiles literally terrified me. <laughs> it terrified the fuck out of me. I don't know why, but Smile for me is on my top list because it's the only movie out of all of them that actually gave me, made my hair raise and actually gave me terror. <laughs> number two. Yeah. Now, number two and number one was very hard. I went back and forth, but I'm going to stick with it. Number two is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Beers already outlined how amazing this movie was and a lot of the stuff that he says, I'm just mirroring back and forth. Uh, Michelle Yeoh stands just the same. Um, the idea of how they do it, how they change between the different, um, how they do multiverses and basically, um, you know, taken from other universes, skills from other universes, beautiful. The zaniness of the movie, wonderful and heartfelt. It was like you didn't know what the fuck to expect from this movie every time it would come on yeah. because it was just something so wacky and off the wall. And then last but not least, something that I don't think Beers touched upon, but I'm going to touch upon. The fight choreography in these movies were fucking amazing. Like it was so fucking. I don't know, Pierce. Do you do you agree to that? The fight choreography for yeah. these action scenes yeah. was so well done. And I'm like, this is definitely not American because of how well it was done. But um, yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. And I know Michelle Yeoh says there's no need for a sequel, and I agree with her. But I kind of want to see something else <laughs> in the at least in the vein <laughs> of this because it was so well. So that leaves me with my number one movie, which is also on Beers' list, The Menu. The menu, I never expected the menu to be as good as it was. I never did. And the thing about it is, is the thing that sells the menu is the characters and the writing itself. And the way mm -hmm. that it slowly opens up the story as you go. Like, I came into the movie expecting one thing, right? And I, and I, I would just for people to know, I'm expecting them to be feeding them human parts and shit like that. You know, like cannibalism and weird, like weird shit, right? That you're going to be seeing weird shit, you know, like menus of shit that is human or changes you or, you know, weird shit. That's what I was suspecting coming out of this. But the fact that it's in the story that unveils itself, each meal, each serving at a time, it unveils a little bit of the story. It's beautiful to the point that you finally get the story when they want you to get the story. <laughs> it is beautiful <laughs> and every yeah. character whether over the top or not was so well done from uh, the chef's um, right hand woman the Asian girl beautiful character to to the to the, to the know-it-all played by the guy who does Beast um, I can't think of his name um, I don't know why I'm blanking on his name but like he's the know-it-all foodie like all the, the critics like it all made sense and the characters were wonderful and it just kept you guessing every time every meal it was like the next meal they're gonna eat everything was a guest and you don't get it until one point and i'm going to just say you see them lay something out and then you're like oh shit this shit is getting real <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say they lay something out in the beginning and I knew exactly what that was for. I'm not going to say what it is. You're most likely to know what it's for. And, you, and then from there, the movie just really starts to show you the face and it goes off the top, off the rails there. But in such a great way. I love the menu. I'm dying to watch it again with my wife who didn't see it. Um, just to watch that again. It's a great movie. And that's my top list. Uh, menu, everything at once. Nope. And then all the runner-ups being the Batman turning red and Black Panther Wakanda forever. Great list. Yes, yeah, very list to you, sir. I, I wanted to put Thank glass you. onions up there. I like glass onion, but I'm like I want to get turning red up there because a lot of people don't watch. Then it got such negative views of I can't relate to this because it's a woman. Um, uh, I I'm like, dude, it's you can relate to it. It's a good movie. And I, and I figure, you, like, go ahead. You brought up about the fight choreography. Like as soon as I saw, like right from the uh, the first scene when uh, when the uh, homie was doing the fight, and you just saw the powder come off. Yeah. I'm like, it's fucking Hong Kong choreography. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking happy. I know. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> 
So, um, Beerus, we're going to close out. Uh, any FUs uh, before we close out? Oh, no FUs, but like um, starting off on this uh, new year, I want to try something different. So I want to give a, um, I want to give a, uh, a love you or a thank you okay. to, uh, to uh, sister um, Nina Turner. I see her constantly out there fighting the uh, good fight and like being attacked by all sides, even people who are former allies of her and how she's just sticking to the message, no matter how many people call her a sellout and all this sort of stuff. And I think it's, um, it's something for somebody who, um, who, um, who hasn't decided that they're going to like, uh, give up on this or like, or like just, uh, fall in line and submit because she feels that the greater, the greater good is worth all the, uh, uh, the scrutiny and everything that she gets like, hasn't like, uh, hasn't changed on her, her morals or positions from day one. And that's all inspiring. And I appreciate that. That's a good, uh, love you or thank you to, uh, sister Turner. Thank you, sir. That's good. I got a big mm-hmm. fat fuck you. Um, my big fat fuck you <laughs> goes to Ron DeSantis, who wants to stop African culture, African American culture studies in Florida. Um, big fuck fat fuck you to him. Uh, once again, I want you guys to keep an eye on Florida. I keep saying this because this fucker come the end of the year will be running. And what he's doing in Florida he will definitely be trying to push across all of the United States, so keep an eye out for him. Big fact, fuck mm-hmm. you to uh, Ron DeSantis, as always. Um, <laughs> last but not least, folks, I want to say thank you to all for listening who did listen. Uh, we're back uh, once again. And remember, folks, we love you. <laughs> we thank you. Uh, continue to share. Uh, we'll try to bring it back uh, once again more uh, frequently. Um, and then uh, we'll try to do more live shows. There's some internet issues I got to get fixed before we can do a couple of the live shows. But um, remember, folks, we love you. Shoot the shit, don't be shit. Peace out, everybody. <laughs> Peace. Happy 2023. Happy 2023.